What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 11 of Brainstroll. I'm your host, Alfonso Ochoa. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, guys, Merry Christmas. Merry little Christmas. Pour myself a little glass of wine here. Um, my roommates got me this, man. We did our gift exchange. And uh, like these mini bottles of wine, which are, are cool. They're from around the world. Um, yeah, man, it's cool. Cool gift. Uh, they know I like to booze it up with wine. It's uh, The reason I like wine, guys, is because it's such a chill buzz. It's, it's, it's cool, man. I don't... I don't need to get like stupid every time. You know what I mean? I, I'm like kind of past it. I'm 42. Um, I like chilling, man. I like relaxing. So it's like the weed of alcohol. <laughs> Not really. Uh, but no, it's just it's more mellow. It's um, I don't know. I, I've gotten I've gotten to real that like that gentle little take care of you buzz. Uh, I get from wine. I think it's cool. Uh, I still like beer. I still like tequila here and there. Not a lot of it. Uh, not a lot of it, man. I get I get crazy. And um, me getting crazy now at 42 is not the same like as like 25 or whatever. Like I'm not gonna go like fight anybody, uh, but I will go to the casino and lose a lot of money. So th like that's my crazy now, um, which I don't want to do. I don't want to do that, you know. So I don't I don't have a lot of tequila. I have like a couple shots, like. Two, maybe three, maybe, and like that's, I don't even want three, like two, two's cool, and then like I'll just level out with like some, you know, a couple beers, um, but yeah, with this, I don't have to worry, this isn't like, the only people that this makes crazy is like 55-year-old white ladies, like they get stupid, man, like this is their tequila, they get, I don't know what's wrong with them, man. Like, it, it affects their body. So they get super Karen-y. I mean, like, way to the, like, to the top. Um, yeah, go, go, like, hang out at, like, a wine bar at 7, and they're going to pick a fight with you. You're going to be like, I was here first. I don't know, they get weird, they get aggressive. They'll start, like, they turn into, like, dudes, man. They turn into like drunk dudes on tequila, um, <laughs> which yeah, uh, it's it's kind of it's okay to like watch from a distance, but you don't want to be in the middle of it. Oh, so yeah, wine bars are kind of cool for that. Uh, wineries, you, you you get you get, you can see some fifty five year olds acting up. Putting on a scene. It's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, for me, uh, I chill, man. I like to chill. Um, yeah, just like me with a glass of wine in my room, uh, trading NFTs and watching crypto and uh, maybe some Seinfeld. That's it. That's like, that's like me getting wild. <laughs> it's so fucking sad. Um, <laughs> uh, but I like it, man. I like, I like what I do now. I like, I like, chill. I'm an introvert, dude. I am a complete recluse. I like, I like that. 
which is weird that I picked a career in comedy. Um, but I like, so my, my love of getting laughs, my addiction for laughs way overrides that to where people that are extroverts, they can't do, you know, what I do on stage. I just made myself do that over and over and over. And the first couple of years was brutal. It was so hard. It was so hard. Um, but you'll find, man, a lot of comics are just weird, weird people that are recluses. Like the, like the loud guy at work, that guy sucks. He's not funny. He's just, he's loud. But if you give him a microphone and he doesn't have to compete with attention or for attention and the spotlight's on him, he's got a microphone. So he doesn't need to be like, hey, yell shit out uh, at work where it's, you know, he's getting attention with these, these jokes, these dumbass work jokes. And people, oh, that guy's so funny, man. Like, he should be a comedian. No, he shouldn't. No. No, he shouldn't even talk that much. He should lower his volume. And, like, listen to this shit he's saying. It's not that good. It never is, man. That, that guy's just loud. So when he has a microphone, and he doesn't have to be loud, and he has a spotlight, and he doesn't have to get people's attention, they're already looking at him. That guy sucks. He's not going to be a good comic ever. So, yeah, it's weird, but, like, most introverts, or most comics are, like, recluses. We're just, like, in the back, kind of, like, I don't know. Maybe it's our hatred for those work jokes and dumbass conversations that makes us kind of, like, retreat into ourselves. But, um, yeah, you'll find a lot of comics are like that. They're just weird people. But anyway, yeah, chilling, having some wine, man. Uh, so yeah, I'm recording this on the 23rd of December, and because um, I got Christmas Eve tomorrow at my mom's, and uh, I'm not gonna be able to do it then. So, but yeah, these have been cool, man. I like I like doing these, hanging out with you guys. Um, I book some more shit for next year, so I got some I got some stuff coming. Uh, I let my buddy know Quinn Dale that yeah, man, I'm ready ready to get back out there and feature for him and. I like I like featuring for that guy, man, because it's such a gear shift. I like um, telling like short stories that are punched up, and then he is just a sick, well crafted. Uh, well, I mean, just he's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Seasoned, seasoned as shit. One liner comic. He's good, dude. Um, not just because he's my friend, but like he's got he's got some good jokes that are one-liners, and those are tough to write. I've tried to write a few of them, and <laughs> they're, okay, dude. They're, here's what sucks about writing those or like telling those is um, they either work or they don't. Like you can't play it off like it wasn't a joke, like it's just part of the story, like it wasn't supposed to be a punchline, you know? Because when you're testing new jokes, that's when you don't know if they work or not, right? That's like that's the best feeling is when you get a new joke to work, and like. I can tell like a short story or a situation or whatever, um, and I have a bunch of lines that I'm pretty sure are gonna work. But sometimes those airball, but they connect the story together or they connect the joke together um, for the rest of the information coming, right? But with a one-liner, there's nothing else coming. You just say it, and <laughs> and you just gotta sit there. You either they laugh or they don't, man. It. it those are the most brutal, brutal bombs. <laughs> I don't know why you picked that, 
But I'm glad he did. Like, there's not that many one-liner comics, especially good ones. You'll see him around at open mics, and um, some are okay. Some are like are okay, and but most of it, what it is of people at the open mics, the other comics, is it's just such a gear shift from what everybody else is doing um, that they're delighted. You know what I mean? So they're entertained and they're having a good time. But yeah, man, it, it looks like this Omicron's not Omicron. I don't know how you say it. Isn't gonna be shit. And um, I'm ready to start grinding some open mics, writing some jokes, and uh, keeping up with the podcast. Like this one, and then my other one, Little Talks, which is getting some listeners right away, man. Um, it's a lot easier than this. It's a lot easier than this because it's a conversation podcast, not just with myself looking at my own face into my phone, but it's with my, my cousin Bobby, and yeah, we already vibe, man. So like, we already knocked out the first five, and those were just for comfort, and then now we're going to put together like a direction for them for what what we want the show to be. Like, I want that show to showcase my comedy. I want to be able to make him laugh instead of just getting out information. That's what we've been, like, doing is just, you know, getting out. Of, but no, nobody gives a shit. That's what it's not supposed to be about. It's, it's supposed to be little talk, so we're supposed to be playing more. Uh, and we're, we're figuring that out, man. And it, it's going already okay. Like, there's some jokes slipped in already, which is cool. Um, yeah, so I'm digging doing like this style and then that style. So I'm learning both at the same time. So this is great, man. I'm going to be uh, a good-ass podcaster pretty soon. So cheers to that. <sighs> um, my buddy's workout program, dude. Uh, Quinn, actually, again. I got one friend. Uh, Quindale, the comic, has studied, and I have, I've told you guys about this, but like uh, how he's put together a workout program that is the most effortless I've ever done, and I put on the most strength I ever have, the fastest I ever have. So let's see, like I started off like pretty weak, right? Like my bench press, I was, I was, uh, I think I put on like in like a matter of like two and a half weeks. I put on about about like 25 pounds or 30 on my bench and like 50 on my squat. That's a lot. That's a shitload. So I would like to get, he he's crazy. Like he wants to be able to bench press four plates. Why? Like you're a comedian. Like you're gonna look foolish. What do you need these big ass arms for? You know, like people are just gonna look at your arms, you know. But you know what? Like, here's the thing. Like, he was able to bench press like uh, what did he put up like 320, and he was already a comic then. This was like 10 years ago, and he didn't look foolish. He didn't look stupid. He just he just looked like a bigger guy because he wasn't shredded or anything. Um, so yeah, he just got bigger shirts and still told jokes and they worked still. Like it didn't affect it. So. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll want to get to like three fifteen. That's a lot, man. To be able to bench three fifteen. Um, I the, the closest I've ever got was I was fat before, and then I started working out, and uh, I got strong pretty quick after that. After I was fat, 
so I got up to 265 pounds or 260, something like that. <laughs> I was having Carl's Jr.'s breakfast burgers for breakfast and eating three junk food meals a day plus drinking. It was disgusting, man. Um, yeah, no wonder I, I lost that wife. Like, who's going to stay for that, man? Just just the shits alone. Just I would have left. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my, my girl was doing that and just putting that junk and it was just coming out and, like, I had to smell it. Yeah, super disgusting. I'm sorry. But, yeah, that was the life I was living. <clears throat> and then fermented with alcohol. Okay, I'm going to stop. But, um, yeah, so I was a gross, gross person at that time. She left me for, like, a tall, buff German dude and fucking... Good for her. <laughs> I can't... I was sad, of course, but, like, looking back, like, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, go away. Yeah, go get something better than... You know, here's the thing. is I had a finish line mentality. Is like, okay, I'm married now. I can just get fat. She's gonna fuck me anyway. Um, she's She has to. She's supposed to. She's my wife. That finish line mentality, guys, get rid of it. Get rid of it. It doesn't exist. If you think, oh, when I get here... Everything's, I can cool, I can coat. No, never. In fact, the more you achieve, the harder you have to work to, like, keep it up there. Um, or else you're going to get depressed because, like, you don't want to have less shit once you've had it. Like, it's, it sucks. So, um, yeah, like, it, like, having less wives, like, zero from one to zero sucks. Like, once you lose whatever you have, you don't, it doesn't feel good. So, um, but yeah, back to what I was saying about the strongest I was is I was like oh shit I'm losing her like she it feels like she's cheating on me she probably is but I was like denying it no she's not cheating you know in to myself in my head and I just tried to get buff and I got okay strong I was able to bench press 225 for three sets of eight or six I think no I think eight I think I got eight on the first set anyway I think it was like eight seven six which is like, I was, I was impressed with myself, man. I was like, shit, even though I, like, I got down to weighing 235 and I was able to bench press 225. So I went from 260, pure fat, just pure fat, to weighing 235 pounds, but being able to bench 225 for pretty much three sets of eight. I'll say that. Or eight, seven, six. I don't know. I was close. Anyway, at least I got one set eight times. So I don't know what my one rep max would have been. Probably like 275, something like that, something around that area. Um, maybe 265, but I think more. Instead of eight, no, I think 275. But I've never, so that's not close to three, so 315. I didn't look stupid either. I actually looked, um, I looked bigger, but I didn't look stupid at, at that time. So if I added, shit, 40 pounds to that bench, that might look stupid. I don't know. I don't even know if I want that. But it's easy to take it off. You just don't do anything. It goes away. It's an easy option to reverse. So I guess I can do it, get there, and then see what I look like. I think uh, I think I might be able to pull it off, but... Um, I don't know, man. 315, you kind of look weird. Like Then you look like a buff guy. I don't want to be a buff guy. I just want to be in shape. You know, like Joe Rogan, he's in shape, but he looks like a buff guy. Like he benches 315. 
maybe a little more, but like I know he said, like in a recent um, interview, or whatever, he benches three fifteen. He is a buff guy. I don't want to be a buff guy. I just want to be a regular good guy. You know, some guy that looks all right, but no, he's not a buff guy. He's no, he's cool, man. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense, but it makes sense to me. I don't. I don't want to be a buff guy. Like that's just like, oh, what do you gotta? You gotta leave early. You gotta go work out. What? What? What time for your creatine? You gotta leave right now. Like they're gonna. It's something to make fun of you about. Fuck, I am insecure. I'm insecure about being buff. Uh, well, fuck it. That's who I am. Cheers. Mm. It'll probably look alright, man. I don't know. You guys will see. You guys will see. We'll see if I even get there. Like, that's that's pretty... That's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. But this this program, it's working that well. And I can't say it anymore. I wanted to tell you guys it. But I, I can't talk about it, man. Because my buddy Quinn... Well, Quinn, he's going to write a book. He's going to write a book about it. Because it works that well. I'm blown away because it doesn't make any sense compared to what we're taught to lift, like three sets of eight, you know, go to failure, get two extra reps. I'll just say this. That's the opposite of what you're trying to do. You're you're ruining your central nervous system, and it's the opposite of what you want to do. So the, his whole thing, I'll just give you a general thing, and I've already said this anyway, so I'll say it again, is... Stay way away from failure. You play with the rep ranges and whatever you want to do, you figure it out. You figure out that part, unless you buy his book later. But for now, just stay way away from failure. Way away from failure and switch it up every single month. After a month, and then also have a, a period of rest in between months. So that's the general kind of thing I'll give you. You can figure out a lot from there. That's, it's pretty close. Like You can figure out a lot. But as far as what he's going to write in his book is going to be so detailed, it'll take it way further than that. But, okay, like everything we've been taught about lifting weights was for people who are on drugs. Like, yeah, Arnold's going to teach me how to... Bro, you just bought some steroids. You bought a lot of them. That's not hard. You bought a lot of steroids and you kept going to the gym. Okay, that's not that's not it. It's you're famous because you're huge and you can act. You had like charm and shit. So it, he's not the guy you want to learn how to lift weights from, unless you're taking his exact steroids. Like okay, Arnold, uh, yeah, how do you take steroids again? Yeah, that's that's what you want. But no, for like people that are natural, you have to rest way more, and you can't go to failure. That's it. So everything that we've ever learned was for people that were on drugs. And like once you think about that shit and you're like th you think about like farmer strength, that makes total sense, man, because those dudes are strong. Or like firemen or you know, just you like some mechanic, like didn't that always piss you off? Didn't that always piss you off, man? Like you were just in the gym busting your ass and then your muscles felt so fake once you met like a real man. Like some dude that worked on cars, like he shakes your hand, you're like, ah, oh, Oh, oh.
He like break. He can break your hand, and you're sitting there, you know, and he's dirty and shit, and like fat, and he doesn't work out, but he's way stronger than you, and he can get shit done way more than you. You have like these these traps, but you don't have the grip strength he has to like move a couch. It's you look like a a stupid blow up doll or something, like you're useless. You're useless. Your muscles are are a little museum, not a museum, but uh, they're little. You're you're just a little stupid sculpture. You're you're useless. I don't want useless muscles. I want to be able to do strong shit. I want to move couches. And what I really want it for, I want the functionality of, uh, for jujitsu. I want to choke people like even more. Because what, what what jujitsu is is it's a force amplifier. So the more force you have behind it, it's gonna amplify it even more, man. So like, if you get somebody into Kimura, you can crank that shit way harder, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's more fun. You can get out of shit easier. It's just good. And it's also gonna prevent injury in jujitsu too, because you just have like more armor. You know what I mean? So that's mainly what I want it for. But yeah, yeah. If size comes, I don't even want the size. I don't want it. You know, I want to be like a hidden strong guy. But um, I'll take it. You know, like if you're if you're benching three fifteen, you're gonna look like you do. You look like you bench press. You're gonna look like you lift weights, uh, which is fine. I'll do that. You know, we'll see what it looks like. So, but it's going it's going that well. Where I'm worried about having to look stupid from being too big. So, yeah, 2022 is going to be interesting, man. It's going to be a buff year. Uh, same with this bottle here. Horizon de Lynch. It's not bad, man. Uh, pretty smooth. I'm not like a connoisseur, of course. I'm like your, your stated brother's connoisseur. Like, uh... You know, I'm not going to tell you, like, what region is great, but I can tell you Buckshack, uh, that's shaped like a whiskey bottle, wine, is pretty good. Um, but yeah, this is pretty cool. This is a great gift, man. <laughs> Speaking of that, dude, I barely made it. I barely made it to, like, get him gifts. I barely made it. I barely got out of embarrassment. But I did. I got out of it. I was able to sell some NFTs. I kind of remember not to do that shit. That's my New Year's resolution for next year is to not go stupid ape into every single project and leave no money in my bank account because I think it's going to do well. Because I know it's going to do... I know it's going to moon. I, I got I to gotta leave some money on the table, man. Like uh, money in my pocket. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't go all in into everything because... When I need it and I have to sell it, like it hasn't moved yet or even like dipped a little bit and now I got to sell it as a loss and I've done that so many times. So I had to do that with a few NFTs like this time for Christmas, but fuck it, I don't care. I was able to do it. I, I got them some, some gifts that were cool and I Googled what they got me and it was all about the same price range. I'm like, cool. Because <laughs> I hate giving a cheap gift when like somebody gets me something cool like this. Um... So yeah, no, no, no. It's cool. I, I got uh, the homie Kyle. I got him Japanese whiskey. 
Uh, bougie ass Rosa. She's a TikToker. I forgot her screen name. I'll drop it next time. I'll share it next time. But um, I got her some pink champagne. Totally what she likes. Alcohol and pink. And then the homie Chris. I got him a, a cool looking bottle. I think it's... I didn't even know this, but I think he said it's Michael Jordan's tequila. I, I wouldn't have bought it if that's what it was. <laughs> or maybe I would. I don't know. But it was recommended at BevMo, so... It was cool. I'm good. And then I got a bunch of money in my pocket right now for my nieces. Uh, that I'm getting get them like a stack of gift cards tomorrow. So I don't know. Cause what what am I gonna buy like, you know, 14, 17 year old girls? I'm not gonna shop for them. You know, it's just it's get I don't know. I don't know there's no connection to like what I think they like. So I'm just gonna give them like movie tickets, a bunch of food. Uh, gift ticket, gift cards, and uh, call it a good Christmas. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, guys, uh, I did it. I escaped embarrassment again. Yeah, this has been uh, this has been cool. I survived COVID and escaped embarrassment on Christmas. What a what a year! <laughs> last year, last year, I. Um, Last year was a weird Christmas, cause I was. Why was I broke last year? I don't remember. I think I was not working. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was back to doing solar, and then solar, like dips down in in the winter, and um, I had no other source of income, so I was broke as fuck, right? So I got my roommates, same roommates last year. I've been here for this is the second Christmas, and I got them way lopsided gifts. Like, it was bizarre, bizarrely off, lopsided. So, <laughs> here's what happened, is I had, like, I think 80 bucks for the three of them. I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do, man? What am I going to do? So, luckily, I had lost a lot of money gambling at um, one of the local casinos, and they have, like, a pretty good gift shop, right? So, for my bougie-ass roommate, Rosa... I'm like, cool, I'll just get, grab her purse from there. It'll be it'll be cool. But then, you know what I mean? It was like a coach purse. It would have been worth like, I don't know, 400 bucks. So it was just, so I got her, because I, I didn't spend, I actually didn't spend any money on her. None, right? So hers was literally the cheapest gift. And they had nothing else there for my roommates, like um, for my other two roommates, right? So I bought them like, <laughs> I bought them beer, dude. I bought them fucking beer. It was good beer. It was like expensive beer. But I, it was like beer, beer, $400 purse. It looks so weird. And then like, and then she made it weird too. I'm like, I'm like, I didn't know how to explain that. I I had no money. So I had to get you something nice. I had to, you know what I mean? So it was funny, man. It was just a funny situation because I was broke. I had to get her something nice. And it was too nice, and it made it weird. And what was funny is, like, the roommate before me, he did that same thing. Like, he actually spent money, though. And he bought, like, everybody's super nice gifts, and, like, including, like, a per... So, I mean, like, one thing I gotta remember is not to get people, like, too nice of things, because it weirds them out. I didn't... I don't know. I don't know. I'm learning how to do roommate Christmas. Because my old roommates... Uh, I'd known them forever. They're just like super, 
I've known these guys forever too, but like I guess this is just some stuff I'm learning about them. But yeah, no, it was just it was just a weird, weird, weird situation because I was broke. But this year, perfect, man, perfect. I got everybody like the same amount because I actually had money. <laughs> uh, this is why I think I'd be okay as a homeless guy. Like I would just look at it as an adventure. Like, all right, how are we gonna eat today? How are we gonna find food? I think I could do it. I, I could be a good homeless guy. I'm still like, you know, I, I still got some ambition. I think I could get out of it. If I ever got there, I think I could get out of it. Let's see, what would I do if I was homeless? You ever thought about that? Like if you were homeless, what would you do? Like how would you get out of that? It's like the movie Life Stinks. Have you guys ever seen that with Mel Brooks? It's kind of like, that's that's pretty much the plot, except he had a safety net of 30 days. He really didn't. I don't know, watch the movie if uh, you haven't seen it. I like it, man. It's still, it's corny at times, but it's still, there's some good jokes. But anyway, um, he had 30 days, but I think if I got, if I got to the point to where I got homeless, I got as low as being homeless, I think I'd get out of it. If I had no help, I think I'd get out of it completely. I think I'd be at least right here, which isn't that far up, but not homeless. I got a roof. You know, I'm definitely not rich. My Civic is working. So here's the thing. I can go back and get a casino job whenever I want. I just don't want to do that. But I, I mean, I, I think um, I'm resourceful enough to where I'd be a good homeless guy. <laughs> um, where we at oh shit a half hour that kind of went by quick too cool man I'm getting better at these um, yeah I have thought about that because I've done that a lot of my life you know like ups and downs um, I always find a way to get a lot of money at some point in my life I always find a way to get like a, just a shitload of money either from like a really good job or an investment or some shit just starts working out for me, man. I just get blessed every once in a while. And I find a way to like put myself back to ground zero or below where I was, right? So I'm used to digging myself from like nothing to everything. It's just my, I've gone through like four cycles like that. It's weird. But, um, <clears throat> Yeah, so I have no problem, like, right now having, like, not that much money. I have some investments, yeah. I mean, I do. I, I can cash them out and have a bunch of money. Or a, a good amount. You know, I get it. I get, if I cash out everything right now, I'd probably be able to get... Let's see. A newer Civic. I'd be able to get, like, a newer Civic. Like, this one's about to... This one's got 230,000 miles on it. It's 2014. That's what I drive. Um, so I don't drive that much, because why? I don't want to risk it. So I'm not gonna keep like risking my life. But um, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be, that's another reason I haven't done like a lot of comedy, man. I don't wanna be driving around in that thing um, to Arizona and back, you know? Um, or San Francisco, I, yeah, I don't wanna do that. So yeah, I gotta get a new car this year. That That has to happen for comedy. But, um, yeah, if I were to cash out everything right now, I'd be like, 
Yeah, I'd say the least about twelve to fifteen grand, like twelve grand, the least is what I can get right now out of because everything dipped, man. It was a lot more even like just a few weeks ago, but um, yeah. So that's still there, but like this is like the the most cash poor I've been in a long time. But I'm used to it, man. I'm used to being at the bottom and working my way up. I don't care. Like, it's fine. It's actually kind of fun for me. I like figuring out this puzzle. I think it's great. So, that's another reason why I'm single is because I don't think... Dude, there's not a lot of chicks that would, like, be cool. Be cool down here. Like, just trying to figure it out. There's not. You know, they want you, they want you already at the top. You know, um... Yeah, it'd be cool to find somebody that would like that's down to solve a puzzle like this and figure the shit out and like work your way up. But um, I don't know, man. It just seems like a waste of time. It seems like it's in my way. But that would be cool. Like now that I'm thinking about it, that is the kind of chick you want. Somebody that's like that's a fighter as well. You know what I mean? That's not just gonna jump on your lap as soon as your lap has a bunch of money on it. So, I don't know, maybe, dude, maybe it might be a good time to start dating right now when I have zero money, like, in my pocket. Like, going out for Taco Bell. Hey, you want to meet up for a taco? What are you doing Thursday? I got chalupas. You want some chalupas? All right, we're sharing. We're sharing one. Yeah, no sour cream. We're sharing a chalupa. Water is what we're having to drink. That's a date. That's going to be a date. I'll see who's down. If I can find like a... <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm not going to be attracted to somebody that's... Nah, that's not... <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. But here's, dude. That's that's true though. Like most of the chicks that are that are hot are not are not going to be down because they're. they're they can just jump into so much more. They're like, I don't know, that it's beneath their bottom of what they need to do. But it'd be kind of fun to try. I might just try that. I might just try like broke, broke, broke ass dating. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna do it. Like it's, I'm gonna get in shape first because that's the one thing that you have to you have to offer at least that man you can't like be broke and have tits you can't do that that's what are you gonna get it's that's worthless so I'm gonna I'm gonna get in shape and have no money and then I'm gonna date I'm gonna date man I'm gonna do some weird dates like just walk around and then go home that's it that's the whole thing so that's the goal. That's the goal for next year. Some cheap dating. Being able to bench 315 and go on some like free dates of no money. And we'll see what happens, man. I'll give me something to talk about on this. Um, all right, guys. Uh, well, yeah. Merry Christmas again. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll catch you on the next one. Cheers.